It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it's hey, the most proud Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. H to the OV. I used to move snowflakes by the OZ. I guess even back then you can call me CEO of the ROC. Ho. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Jay the Gentleman, and you're listening to Lauren Reed Live on Water Ice Radio, powered by waterice.com, your scoop to everything in Philly. Now let's go. everybody it's your girl lauren reed right here on what ice radio and it is tuesday night it is february i don't know the days any i don't know the days of the week anymore i think it's the six it's the six yeah. okay so it's february <laughs> 6 2018 and you are now listening to the lauren reed live show good evening yes jay what's up chilling how we doing Woo. what a weekend i still haven't caught up on like life life since sunday yeah it's been a lot. It's been a weird, I mean, not a weird, but just like a very long weekend for the city. It has been a very long weekend for the city, and I'm feeling more like the older I get, the more sleep that I lose. It's very hard to catch. <laughs> catch sleep up. is real. Like sleep it, is real and a necessity yeah. for sure, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So staying out all night for this, the celebration. Shout out, first of all. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to your Eagles. We they won the did Super Bowl. it. They pulled it off. Yes, Super Bowl 52 against the uh, Patriots. Patriots. And I went out after work to celebrate with my oldest brother. Shout out to Malik. Malik was in the building. And he was hype as ever. <laughs> he waited all of his life yes. for this. My pops um, was pretty happy. Yeah. My brother. So I was like, look, I'm going to go out with my brother. We came down here and it got real, real quick for me. Oh, yeah. Like, it got real for me when someone walked past me with the do not turn on red sign. I'm like, bro, where you going? Right, like, right. You no, know, he was taking it home. Yeah, like, yeah. He was going home with the sign. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. This no, is like, like, he had a sign, like, he no. out of the ground. And then after that, there was someone with a pole, like right. a, a light pole. Yeah. I'm like, where y'all going? Yeah, why are you taking it home? But it was great, though. People. Was it? <laughs> I mean, we'll talk about that a little later, right? But shout was out to though? the city. It was a good look. Well, the win. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But we'll jump into a little bit more about like the celebration and the media coverage whole situation. But okay, tonight we have a really good show lined up, everybody. As we always do, (laughs) right? Like, (laughs) Uh, we have a guest tonight, and tonight's guest he is an author and he's a poet, and he has this amazing book, ladies, that you all should read. His name is Michael Reed. He is also known as Just Mike on Instagram. Um, The boyfriend book is where it's at. Guys with the tagline, what's the tagline? The tagline is no more boyfriends. 
<laughs> so we will get into it a little bit more. Everybody's like, what are they talking about? No, you'll find out what we're talking about. For I sure. love it. So he's already here in the building, uh, but we're going to pay some bills first. And then when we come back, we're going to get into his interview, right? Yes. All right. So first shout out to waterice.com. We are your scoops to everything Philly. Make sure you go ahead and sign up for our weekly newsletter. And make sure you are knowing all the events that are going on in the city. Yes. A.K.A. the parade on Thursday. Everybody Which, in here, go, well, you're probably not going. No, I'm going to work from home. <laughs> you going to work from home? Yes, probably. Because you're not going to be able to get down there, probably. Well, I mean, that and um, I think my boss is going to let us work from home. Because oh, it's going to be crazy. Because, like, like, everybody else in the office isn't going to be able to go, like, get out. Get out, right, exactly. Yeah. I'm going. Me and my family are going. So and there's, like, and like pretty much everybody in the office is our, our Eagles fans. So they're going to go out to the boys. That's like, my boss, yo, my boss is a baller, yo. He, I think he got a room at the Ritz. Just so that he could watch. He can watch it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he balling. I see you. Yeah. So, um, yep. Make sure you guys are signed up for that, and make sure you guys are following us on all social media platforms: so, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, all the other good stuff. YouTube. YouTube. I'm sorry. Why do I always keep forgetting YouTube? YouTube. 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 Is, um, really, really important. Yep. All right. You got the rest. Uh, who did you say? You just said I what said I said. Oh, so Water Ice Radio, follow us on, on uh, social media as well. It's W-O-D-E-R underscore, I'm sorry, W-O-D-E-R-I-C-E underscore radio. Uh, it's on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud. Uh, tune in, download the TuneIn app, tell your friend, to tell your friend, to tell your mom, to download the TuneIn app. And also check us out on uh, iTunes and Google Play. Cool. Boom. Done? think so. And Samsung. shout out to Samsung Technologies for hooking us up with the equipment. Yep. And shout out to the New Stands Association of Philadelphia, NAP, yep. for um, just giving us a platform to broaden our horizons. Cool. Ooh, that was lit. That was like lit. That? I think they appreciate that one. You're always coming up with something though. All the time. All right. I wish I had <laughs> bars. <laughs> All right, everybody. So tonight's format is a little bit different, but you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, we are going to be doing our interview first tonight, and then we have the Ratchet Recap, which is the Super Bowl edition Ooh. that we're going to be doing on the second half of the show. So much to cover. The half. There's a lot. Show, yeah, there's a lot. lot. The aftermath, all that. The other rioting. Stuff. We're not going to say celebrations. We're going to say the rioting because that's what it was. I'm going to say celebrations. No, because it happened. I'll tell you why it's rioting. Okay. We'll get there. <laughs> All right, but first, we have our playlist of the night like we always do. So in honor of our guest here tonight, and his book is a lot about, like, relationships and women, kind of like. Do you aim to get a boyfriend or a husband? husband. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> right? So we just, me and Jay love to do our playlist, as you guys know. So we decided tonight that we were going to do some 80s yes. R&B songs. Yeah. Jay has already kind of got it on me because one of my songs is not technically R&B, but I figured... It's slow enough to be R&B. Nah. We'll, all right, we'll talk, about, <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get there. All right, y'all, so we got two songs for you. Warm you up, and then we come back. We're going to jump right into our interview with Just Mike. First song is my song tonight, which is Miss Anita Baker with Sweet Love, one Very of my good favorite um, artists. These two actually. artists are my favorite R&B artists, female yeah. artists. Really? Yes. Nice. What is your song tonight? Sade. Your love is king. That's a really. I, I left. I left Sade for you. Sade for you. I know you did. I appreciate that. Let yeah. somebody say that to me. You stupid. I can't. You don't need that you. book. You need that. <laughs> Yo, you wild. All Wife right, up that real quick. You crazy. All right, we out of here. Uh, we'll be right back with the interview. It's your girl Lauren Reed right here on Water Ice Radio. Let's go. Yeah.
We are back. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on Water Ice Radio. And that was the most beautiful Sade with yeah. Your Love is King. And right before that was Miss Anita Baker with Sweet Love. Yeah. Again, tonight, our playlist is all 80s R&B love songs, basically, to say. This is how your daddy got your mommy yeah. <laughs> with these you songs. You could probably say You could definitely say that. Slash, yeah. this is how some of y'all were born. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so, it's all because of our guest tonight in his book. We have... Just Mike, uh, he is Michael Reed. He is a poet and he is an author. He has a book. Well, he has several books, but this particular book that we're going to talk about tonight is the boyfriend book. No more boyfriends is like the tagline. The tagline of the book, which is honestly when I first saw the book, um, this is all I saw. I saw he was no like, Nah. Boyfriends. He was about to get in it. I saw it? no more boyfriends, and I was like, Wow, what what is this about? So first and foremost. Everyone, this is Mr. Michael Rude. Thank you for coming to the show. Welcome to the show, sir. Um, So we did kind of just talk about this off air. Um, First of all, his hoodie's dope. I like the hoodie. Good men still exist. I need one of those. (laughs) We could do a little trade. Are you? Do you, though? You ain't trying to cop nothing right now. You never know. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so um, I found uh, Just Mike on Instagram with, like, the people you should follow, right? Right. And then when I went on to his page, it's, like, all these posts of women that have this um, symbol. If you can see this little symbol right here. Oh, yeah. You see that right there? What, yeah, I see it, but I don't know what I... But these women have this, like, tattooed on them. So I'm Word? Like, so I'm like, Yay! So I'm like, what? Was, That's better than a name. I was like, so what's going on? And I was like, it's, a, it's like a girl k- kissing a crown, basically. That's oh, like. okay. So yeah, I just got mine a couple of days ago. It hasn't really healed yet. Okay, okay. I see. All right, yeah, that's dope. And I can I see like, why people get that. All right, that. now, girls are getting tattoos. Yeah. I need to know what really this is about. Right. right? So I was like, okay, the book, like, let me cop this book. Let's see what's going on here. So I'm not going to give it all away because I want you guys to pick up the book. But we are going to talk about some of the stuff that is in the book. Okay. Um, it says a lot of good stuff. I'm right? down. Let's do it. Also, we I saw on his... He has a like a can, he has can an we, apparel can we, line. Can we wait to get to that? I got questions. Well, I'll just say this: he has an apparel line as well, and in some of the some of the apparel says "No more boyfriends." All right, right, he right. Has um, good guys still exist? He has a lot of different things. Like he actually has one like, half crazy, half, half woman, queen, half, queen, queen. Half, half crazy, half woman, queen. all women. All women, yeah. Queen, half, half crazy, crazy, all women. Okay, I was like, Which, there's a lot of fractions that's in there. The one, <laughs> that's the one that I like the most, but it's a lot of different stuff. And he has, again, he has a, a series of books. That's well. dope. Yeah. Very so, extinguished, distinguished. I was like, well, let me start here with the boyfriend book, right? And then maybe I'll go back. Right, go back. The Genesis. So let's get into it. First, let's just tell the people who you are and, you know, where you're from. You're from Philly, right? Yes, yes. What part of Philly are you from? South Philly. South Philly, nice. Okay. So... When did you actually start like writing? 2012. Really? Okay. So what what inspired that? Um, I had a tough breakup with the ex, and uh, the powers that be said that instead of doing some of the things I was trying to do to deal with it, that I should write it out. Mm-hmm. So I kind of started writing. And is that how yeah. you even started your poetry as well? For sure. Um, okay. I started writing, and then as like an outlet, you know. I put it on the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay. People were just feeling it. They responded to it very well. They really responded to it. So with this book, I mean, um, I mean, I, 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 now I feel like this is a dumb question because you got people tattooing <laughs> the logo <laughs> on it. But like, what kind of feedback have you been getting from it? Um, you wrote it. You wrote this one in 2016. Yes, I okay. wrote that book. That was my fourth book. I wrote it in 2016. It's my most recent book to date. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, 
I think the reaction behind that book specifically was probably one of the most difficult because it, it was a book that gave you like instruction. You know, for the most part, it used to be just poetry mm-hmm. and prose, but that is like instruction. I have an idea, and I'm trying to convince you, so you have to like pick a side. Okay? It's, it's, I mean, it's kind of like a battle. Like first, you gotta get people to even like want to read the book, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you gotta convince them to keep reading the book, sort of thing. Well, I mean, once you open it up, you're done pretty much. Okay. Because I do a good job of like walking you through it. Okay. It's a mixture between like you know straight poetry about concepts and then kind of breaking down what these things mean. Okay. And then like you know it's it's one thought, so it's like the whole like once you know it's like all about no more boyfriends. If you use that as like your guide, mm-hmm. you'll get right through it in about a day. Gotcha. Cool. So now that you've started to write in poetry, like what is it? something that you're doing all the time now like is it a part of your daily routine um actually i haven't written a poem in like a year and a half really why yeah i got the craziest writer's block in the world um is it lack of like inspiration or is this you can't really put your thoughts together well uh truthfully speaking i felt like i just uh took my basketball to this poetry gym i dropped like 50 yeah <laughs> laughed and i'm like all right time to go home and i just went home chilling right okay and, uh, yeah, like I'm struggling with that, like like a mug, but that's a yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure your, your, your you know your fans and they want they want more, of course. I'm sure you get responses about that all the time. For sure, for sure. I mean, oh. uh, yeah. I, I mean, that's the reason why it's, it's a struggle, you know, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I could have just took my ball and went home, but now you got people. It's like you know how when you walk off stage, they give you the encore, encore yeah, right. Yeah. right. And I'm like, man, if over, go home. over. <laughs> right. No, not that. I wish, right? I wish. No, but it's like, you know, I never wanted to be a poet. I mean, I didn't even crown myself a poet. Mm-hmm. Okay. I put I put poems on the internet and they were like, hey, you should write more. I said, okay. Then they were like, you should write a book. I did that. And they said, hey, you should get up on stage and speak it. I'm like, y'all gonna come? I'm like, okay. So really I've been doing what everybody asked me to do. Mm-hmm. But it's not like, oh man, I was 13 listening to Nicki yeah. Yeah. Nah, man, I really was trying to find a wife and a girl broke my heart, pissed me off. Damn. How old were you when that happened? I was, it was 2011, so I was, that was what, seven years ago, 27? Okay. 27. That's interesting that you say that because I mean, I'm, I'm 30, I'll be 34 this year. Yeah, me too. So, um, you don't see, and I, and, and everyone knows, as I've said this, I proclaim this is that I normally date guys that are younger than me and, Same. and yeah. I, Puma. Right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> he said rare. So, <laughs> Normally, the, that age range of guys are not ready to be serious in serious At what, 27? 26, 27, okay. like that I'm age range. I'm an alien, for sure. I've always been. So why do you believe that, do you believe that some guys are just different? Like, why do you think you were different than what other guys want to do at 26 and 27? Uh, I could tell you why, because I didn't want it, I didn't want what he wanted at 27. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why do you think you wanted that at, the time, at that time? Well, to be honest, I was out here in the mix, like, really, really young as far as girls go. Okay. You know, I started having sex at 13, and I don't mean, like, once or twice that year. I mean, like, once or twice a week, you know? With different girls? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fine. I prayed about it. God okay. Me. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, but no, like, I was, I was six foot, and I was 13 years old, and I had facial hair and bass in my voice. And yeah. I was, you know, hey, I meet you on a train. I'm 16 and a half. 
You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Okay. So I was just out here. My mom was, you know, 16, 18 hours a day out the crib. I knew how to cook because I raised my little sister. So mm-hmm. I was a lot more advanced Mature. as a man. Mm-hmm. So it just made me run that race earlier. So by the time I was like 22, I had already did five years in the military, been to 25 different countries mm-hmm. and seen all different kinds of women. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I think it was just like... About 25, I was, he was like, you good. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, you know how many stories you want. Yeah. I, mean, I got Dubai stories. I yeah. got Thailand stories. Right. So the only thing next to after that is just to, you know, hang it up. Yeah. Hang it up. Okay. That makes sense. I get it. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. So wh- why do you believe that men at that age, maybe in that age, like where you were at that time, are not ready? Because they're not doing I mean, they haven't, they haven't advanced in life, I think. Mm-hmm. I think marriage and monogamy and faithfulness mm-hmm. as not even as a man as a person as a mindset um you know as women they, women usually follow that pack where they don't stray as far away from like you know polygamy misogyny like those kind of things mm-hmm. as far as like your, your male especially like a black male you know it's we got this this phase where we kind of go off this mm-hmm. holistic beaten path and we's like man we want chicks and we want parties and it ain't mm-hmm. about who it's about how many, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you got to come back from that. Yeah. yeah. And then get back on track, like, oh, okay, we doing this now. Okay. Now, hopefully, like, 444 and that whole thing might be like, you know, maybe maybe this is cool again. But I don't, I don't you know, Migos yeah. drop culture, too, and now yeah. we're back to popping champagne. Bad bitches only. Right. <laughs> well, whatever, <laughs> I mean. So I say all of that to say, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm not going to say, like, I, I shunned that whole entire life completely but I came in it and I killed it and I came out mm. okay. kind of like what I did with poetry cool. it just means a gotcha thing. so that makes sense I mean um, I don't know if you want to go to break or you want to keep going Okay. Okay. So we're gonna be right back, you guys. We have a quick break, and then we come back. Um, I'm gonna now dive into the book and some of the things that I've highlighted that I really want to ask. Sure. Um, and but we got two songs really quick, and when we come back, we'll do that. So next up is the barge, and this was my pick with I like it, mm-hmm. and then Jay yours. I've actually never heard this song new before. New edition. It's on the uh, Any Heartbreak album. Okay. That was, this was new for me earlier today. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. It's your girl Lauren Ray right here on What Ice Radio. We will be right back. We have. Mike Reed in the building. Just Mike, please don't go anywhere. You got <laughs> We're back, you guys. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on Water Ice Radio. Shout out to um, New Edition. Yeah. Every weekend, yay, yay. every weekend that I happen to be in the house, the it's on. It's on BET. It's like they, they, should, have just, nothing, they should just play that until they, they have, have another dope biopic. To, to play. Yeah. yeah. They need to start over, though. All right. So, again, we are here with. The poet and the author, Michael Reed, Just Mike. That is his Instagram handle if you guys want to go check it out. And we are talking about his book tonight, The Boyfriend Book. Um, and his tagline is No More Boyfriends. Let me see that. No More Boyfriends. No More Boyfriends. What does that mean? I know. That was going to be my... Thank you. Uh. <laughs> so, before I get into the book part, what does No More Boyfriends mean? Um, there's no secret sauce on it. It just means no more boyfriends. Okay. Uh, I don't believe... I. I don't believe in boyfriends for people. You don't. So nah. there's a portion of the Do book. Do you believe in girlfriends? Nah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a, you can change the, what is it, the pronoun. So you, you like it's like Boy either girl. single or Single or married. Engaged, maybe. Okay. People always say, assume single married. You know, it's, it's levels. There is a game. Yeah, okay. There I is mean, levels. It, engaged at least. But I think if you, take, if you look at engagement and you look at, you know, you want to be my girlfriend. So I almost I, identical. <laughs> all right. Okay. So okay. So saying that there's levels to it, and then going from single to engagement, don't you think that's a big level to, to jump to? 
Nah, I mean, if we were having this conversation in 1948, yeah, it wouldn't be because the the word boyfriend wouldn't have existed. I also feel like it's a different, way different time too, like the different necessity to get married. Well, that's a good segue okay. because the part of the book, um, you, it looks like you talk to your grandmother a lot okay. throughout this okay. book. Um, Grandma knows best, that's right? for sure. So <laughs> a part of the one section of the book is called research, yeah. and, it, and it starts out with. Um, well, at one point you said your gra- your grandmother asked you what your next book was going to be about, and you told her, and she said it was stupid. Yeah. Whoa. And um, that had to be a hard pill to swallow in the beginning, right? It was. It was. Uh, but I, I'm humble, so I, I, you got to take everything for what it's supposed to be. So right. did she say why? So oh, yeah. yeah. So that's in the research part. Okay. So, okay. Um, in the research part, you talk about how um, – your, gra- your grandmother said that during 1918, around the time that she was, what, old enough to date? Well, no, she was born in She was born in 1918, right. I'm sorry. But during her, that, that time, um, when she was allowed to date, it was no such thing as a boyfriend. No. If a man wanted wanted you, he, mar- he would marry you. And that does make a lot of sense. It does. So I think going into this, you then break down the definition of a boyfriend. Yep. Which okay. is very interesting to me, and I'm going to give the definition because we prob- a lot of people probably don't look that up or know actually what the actual definition right. of it is. So, um, a man that someone is ha- uh, I'm sorry, yeah, a man that someone is having a romantic or sexual relationship with, and then another uh, another dictionary that was Webster's de- de- um, definition, then Google dictionary, a regular male companion or friend with whom one has sexual or romantic relationship with. But they're pretty much all the same definition. Right. So the big part that sticks out to me is a man that you have a sexual or romantic relationship with. And I think you point that out for a reason. Is that correct? For sure. Okay, so talk about that. Okay, so um, I, I, first I wanted to point it out because a lot of people have this idea of, oh, I want a boyfriend or this, that, and the mm. third, but they really don't know what the word even means. Mm. Right. The second part is you got to look at what the word is missing. It's missing all of the things that make boyfriends boyfriends 2018, like monogamy, commitment, solidarity, exclusivity. None of that stuff's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third part is you have to look at it for what it is. It's like, hey, um, you can have a relationship with somebody who's emotional or sexual, you know, but it, you can still have all of these things that we kind of, it's like we, we wrap ourselves up in this crazy contract for stuff that didn't even have to put in the contract to get, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? We do all of these rules just to enjoy the pleasantries when we can have the pleasantries without the rules. Right. It mm. just changes the it just changes the finger pointing. So do you believe that so a lot of people say that you're single, you're not you are single until you're married. Absolutely. Do you believe that? Absolutely, hundred percent. Engaged, you know, if I see a woman with a ring on her finger then I'm going to assume that somebody probably already put a deposit down. <laughs> but anything without a ring is a for sale sign. Hmm. If I had to use the, uh, you know, home buying analogy. Understandable. So, so do you believe that women should stop using the term boyfriend? Um, yes, they should stop using it. They should stop wearing the boyfriend jeans. <laughs> <They should> do, <laughs> anything boyfriend, burn it up. Except for if it says no more in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So... There's another part in the book where you talk about option versus obligation. For sure. That's huge. Huge. So can you please talk about that a little bit? Uh, you know, I think I, when I when I try to, I couldn't just write a book that says, yo, my name is Mike, I don't believe in boyfriends. There's a couple <laughs> definitions, right? You got to kind of meet these people where they are with it. 
Yeah. And then, you know, I always try to service people where they are. Right. Because if I try to bring everybody to me, it's not going to work. Okay. So anyway, it's like, all right, well, when you start to look at boyfriend and what it does for you in terms of security, it kind of muddies the water or makes the veil like more opaque. You can't, I don't know if you're doing stuff for me because you have to or because you want to. Mm -hmm. If you remove the relationship component, you remove the obligation. Right. Because all oh, you my boyfriend, you're supposed to do this. Right. But if I'm just a guy who likes you or wants to gain your right. whatever, then I'm doing it because I want to. Right. It's an option. Option versus obligation. You remove boyfriend, you remove the obligation. And you see what people really are about. That's very interesting. Very. Um, I feel like um, with when it comes to relationships, in my opinion, I think when people... I hate to say should, but I'll just use that for a lack of a better term. Sure. When when people um, get into a relationship, I think it's, there's the intention that they should think about long term as far as getting married. Um, and I always find it funny when people, when guys or girls they get in relationships, they have like three or four boyfriends within a year. Um, and I, I don't, I don't, and I'm thinking like, what's the end game with what you're doing right now? Is it just so that you are faithful to each other for this? Um, short term thing until another option comes along. You know what I mean? Like, like, or are they just insecure with being single? Right. So I guess my question is, is like, uh, when thinking about no more, like the boyfriend thing, did that have something to do with it as far as your your mentality with this, or was it kind of just more so what you've experienced, or is it more like other people's experiences as well? Um. Well, no. I mean, the whole reason why the boyfriend book came about was really actually contradictory to the whole book itself. I okay. wrote a book previous to this called Dear Woman. And what I think Dear Woman did for the women I, who read it was it, I guess, it gave them a higher sense of self-worth, okay. which is great. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a woman's first defense against all of the, the BS that some guys try to dish out, you know? So then it was like, all right, Dear Mike, I read Dear Woman and my crown's on and I'm, it, I'm so strong, but I, I can't find a date. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I got an idea. Let me write you a whole bunch of love letters and call it the boyfriend book, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I, I believe that women need to be loved. And I believe that all of them, once they get that self, mm -hmm. that for the next thing they want to do is give it away to somebody. Right. Right. It's almost nature. Yeah. So I'm like, I got to give them some kind of buffer, because if not, then they're either going to be like, you know what, Mike, I hate this sense of self-worth I have now because I'm, it makes me realize that all of these guys aren't trying to compete. So now, every, now I'm disappointed because I have these high expectations for people and they don't fall through. And it's like, damn. Well, you know what you're really going wrong with is like you're trying to give this to, to somebody else. So my thing is like, how can I give women like a timeout, like a breathing room, mm. some, some, some moment where they can just get into something other than this perpetuated garbage called boyfriend. Hmm. That's pretty That's, deep, man. That is. It is. And I... I <laughs> I wish the book could be like, you know, like my biggest fear about the book is that I, I, I haven't done right by it to this day. Like, I think that's why I like, like I could like this could be my life's work mm. is to is to fundamentally dive into this crazy thing called boyfriend. But I got 60, 70 years of history against me. I was going to be like, more power to you, bro. <laughs> You're tackling it's, it's that deep, though. I mean, it yeah, it's, a deep, it's, it's deeper. It destroys yeah. so many things. Something so simple as well, boyfriend. Because I feel like, like even we touched on it earlier with, I think, 
you know, like you said, in 1920s, 30s, when your your grandma was dating, or you know, at that age, yeah. to now, that's that's like two generations removed. Things, the mentality of of getting of wanting or the mentality of getting a family is even different. Like nobody has farms anymore. You don't need that many kids. You know what I mean? Like, well, <laughs> I feel like that. I, I mean, fundamentally, that's what that's kind of what it was. Like you needed, you needed, you needed your work labor. You know, the, the recipe to make a pizza is still the same. How you treat a broken leg is still the same. Mm. How you love somebody is still the same, whether it's 2020 or 3020. You know, I feel like. So do you believe in the 80-20 rule? Do I believe in the 80-20 rule or you mean theory? Like, Well, the, the theory of the, the, the 80-20. Theory, the, theory the theory for my 80-20 is that's it's possible. What's the 80-20? The 80-20 is like. If you meet a woman and she's great to you and she gives you about 80% of what you need as a man, um, you find this other woman who has the 20, you know, and together they could kind of be like a perfect, that full 100, yeah. right? I mean, but instead of instead of slighting you for being the 80 and going to find the 20, I should slight myself for even cuffing 80 in the first place. Right, um, right. You know, that's so why. That's why I was, I was confused. Women, I was like, "Huh?" But most women believe that men normally go for the twenty versus the eighty. For what's, some the, what, what's the twenty though? Like, what does that consist of? Right. So that's the point. The point is, do you take twenty percent of something? I want hundred percent of anything. <laughs> I mean, it's, give it's, me that. <laughs> it's it's. You would want to say that the 80-20 thing is a possibility, but it's when broken people kind of bond with broken people. Like, mm. I, th- I think that right. a lot, I think a lot of people wake up and just want to start pointing fingers at pretty much everything that's wrong with their life mm-hmm. until somebody tells them no, flip it back around. Mm-hmm. But you got to start your day off with like, yo, most of the things that go on in my life are my problems. Right. And you also got to realize that most people are pretty much perfect. You know, they're doing the best they can with what they have. Right. And we got to stop trying to blame everybody from our parents to our children, to ourselves, to our lovers for all of the things that aren't successful. That's ridiculous. Do you do you think there's such a thing as high expectations? No. I mean, of course, it depends. <laughs> you know? All right. So high expectations. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, because I meet I meet girls all the time who like, you know, Everything they want in a man, they, they don't deserve. And when you tell a woman that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let's get ready to rumble. But it's like, you know, it's like, come on. Like, are you joking? Like, are we making a Christmas list or are we trying to fall in love right, here? Right, You know? That's it's like... Okay. And right. then it's like, you know, what would you do to deserve that? Right. But then you ask a woman, yo, if your son brought you home, how would you feel? Oh, that one. <laughs> it's like, oh, what do you mean? I'm a woman. I'm a queen. I deserve everything I'm asking for. Are you sure? I hate that word. I hate that word. Which what, queen? No, deserve. Oh, deserve. It's. I just feel like it has like a negative connotation, like entitlement. Like I, I, I. I, I like, there are rights. They're human rights. No, and I, and I, and I, and I'm, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just talking more sense of like, um. I guess superficial, superficially. Oh, now, if you, like, if I deserve it. This, and think of that. Like it's like. Then you, then you. I mean, on. then you're not even. You know what I mean? It's like if I gave you three wishes, how many people are gonna wish for like good health, a better relationship with God, and or like, for other people's you know well-being? Mean? Or all, let me get 350 million. <laughs> all my friends out of jail. You know what I mean? When you get the, when you get the opportunity to call your shots mm-hmm. and you still don't make it, mm-hmm. that's your fault. Well, because I, I, the only reason why I asked you that was because, like, I mean, so, like, 
people say like oh you might have someone may have high expectations but then on the flip side it's like you shouldn't lower your standards so what's what's the middle ground right standards expectations the middle ground is in the language words right. are so important standards standards are desires. totally different yeah right standards desires expectations and then it's like yeah you are not you are not wrong for asking for anything you want mm -hmm. you're not wrong i can't say that you know what you don't deserve a, a six foot six athlete basketball player as a woman that's that's your desire you deserve everything you desire but if you don't get that who are you mad at mm -hmm. you gotta be mad at yourself so i'm skipping around a little bit if you don't mind no worries. but um wedding day versus engagement yep. why did you think that this was important to because then i have i have other questions that's a wild question you have to ask yourself wedding day versus what engagement what's the day what's what day is more important to you as a woman? oh being engaged oh the day you the get day engaged you get or the wedding day, or the Got day it. you get married okay the day you get married the day you get engaged right, right. So. so let me so do you think that people because then you go on to say here are 10 wedding facts that women probably don't know right. you, you give a lot of you know good facts about um like rings and how much people spend on um, like ceremony, yeah, the whole wedding, dress, yeah. everything like that. The whole process. So, I guess my question is, um, the engagement piece. Do you believe that that is the core part of it? Because that is the day that the the man decided that they wanted to commit to you. Absolutely. Okay. I think that. I think that. I have this line. I said, until the day he gets down on one knee, everything you do for him is for free, because. A lot of times women and the things that they give men in advance of their wedding day, they gotta be, I mean, the engagement day, you gotta be okay with all of that stuff just being on the house because this man doesn't belong to you. A lot of people don't want things, they want people, mm. and they wonder why they get it all messed up. So my thing is this, like as a woman, you really, you really don't know if you're safe with a man until he has decided that he sees himself with you forever and he asks your permission you know, like it's no coincidence that, you know, for the most part, girls like taller guys, but he has to get down on one knee. You know mm. why? You know, it's not, it's not coincidental. Like this whole thing, when he's, it's not like, you know, clunk, let's get married. It's will you marry me? Mm. But until you get to that point when you witness that man ask you and, you know, do that whole thing, it's, it's got to be, it's got to be for free. It's kind of like put it in stock. Yeah. Put it in an investment. Yeah. I mean, like I, I tell them all the time, I said, listen. You got, you know, the you got your quarters, you know, in a slot machine, and each each twenty five cent is a little bit more of your emotions, and you're just at mm -hmm. this one machine with this one. Guy. And time. And time. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Try as a woman trying to hit the jackpot. You know what? Yeah. Making breakfast. You know, we having sex. Mm -hmm. Coming over. I'm cleaning. Wearing I'm them sundresses. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm sending pictures, hair, makeup, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And then you just at this point, you you're know, just waiting. Guys are just tapping. Hey, you wanna go grab a drink? No, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Well, this machine's over there. It's hitting. You wanna? No, I'm here. Yeah. And then they That's good. Why That's they, a good analogy. You wonder why they stay with the same guy for like three. They invested so much years. into it already. Oh God, I'm trying to hit. Then they get all angry, start beating in the machine. That sucks. That's a really good book, man. That's yeah. So, I'm gonna be honest about myself. Sure. I think oh, I love this. Shut up. <laughs> I think every woman, I won't say every woman, but a majority of women are like we we've waited for the, our wedding day from the time we were a little girl and all the stuff like that, like the magical moment, basically. Yeah. And you say something very interesting here. It, and 
And I'm not going to say I'm not going to win a wedding. That's not what I'm saying. Sure. But you did change my perspective a little bit Thank with this right, right here. What you said. Your wedding day. You want to know how I feel about wedding, um, about a wedding day? The same way I feel about Christmas. Something that started off so simple that turned into something so ridiculous. That's that I sometimes don't want to bother with. I already know where this is going. And that was like super, I don't want to say it was like super deep for me, but it made sense to me because the Christmas, older that I get right. now, the older that I get now, I'm just like, here we go yeah, again. Christmas as where, a kid was lit. Right. <laughs> it's something, here I go again. I'm, I'm spending all this money on this one day where we're supposed to, it's supposed to be for something, something totally different. And now we've made this into this really big ordeal that I don't even really want to kind of like deal with. And who are you doing it for at and this point? And who are we doing it for at yeah. this point? Yeah. And I was like, damn. Mm -hmm. It makes so much My wedding much is going to be so, it's going to be crowded. You know, there's going to be so much there. But I might have on some flip-flops <laughs> and a t-shirt. <laughs> and it might just be disguised as like a 4th of July party at my crib. And we just tell everybody. Like a secret place. Like you know? And then we get married. It's like, hey, you know what? We did all of this. Y'all don't have to bring no gifts. Right. We're going to end up taking back. We don't all got to rent all of these limos and these flowers. And oh, Come on, yeah. man. I'm talking about a hundred grand in debt. You yeah. kidding me? And we got kids that ain't born yet. Right. Trying to pay for college. Right. And I think that, and then you also go on to say, and I want to know about this do-over. Um, on a good day, I feel like the creation of the wedding was a woman's opportunity for a do-over. A very, 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 very expensive do-over. Yes. What do-over are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, it's the do-over of the engagement. Like the, the, like the bombest day as a woman, if, if you stay in the, you know, my thought process okay. was that the day she got proposed to, you know? That's the first time, you know, but it wasn't nobody there. Right. I could have been like Martin and Gina did it in the park, little Brian McKnight situation. Yeah. Right? So, mm -hmm. but it's basically me saying what? Like, listen, you're the woman I love and I want to spend the rest of my life with. Like, oh my God, yes. Now, let me call my mom, call my sisters, right. call my girlfriends, call all the girls that don't like me, get a, put on, get a better yeah. outfit. We got to have food after. Let's just do this all again. And then basically, what are you going to do again? Mm. I'm just going to say the same thing I said at dinner. But you're professing that, pr but, and I take you as um. A spiritual man. Praise the Lord. Um, but you're professing that now in front of God. So how do you? How do you? But God is everywhere. God was in my shower this morning. God is everywhere. God was with me when I went to Jared. God was with me, you know, at dinner. <laughs> you know, he's, he's gonna be here. I feel like these big weddings are just competition with other other people. Well, I mean, you can't you can't blanket everything, all of that that whole thing. It's a lot of reasons why women want weddings. Women want weddings before they even knew they uh, what the husband looked like. Whether he was going to be a ain't man that wild? Woman. That's a wild I mean, concept. I mean, but yeah. So, but do you understand why though? Do you understand why the the women the the why the wedding piece of it? Because what's been placed into our minds in regards to what the wedding represents? Of course. Right. Of course. So, literally. But it wasn't a mistake. That wasn't a mistake. It, no, it wasn't a it mistake. Wasn't a mistake. It wasn't a that was a capitalistic opportunity yeah. to capitalize it, yeah. on everything. Like, do you you realize there's there's a different reason for us to spend money pretty much every 40 days. But does that know? take away from the... So the woman... So question. The woman that you may find and fall in love with and she's everything for you. If she says, Mike, I still want to have a wedding. Does that take away from the quality of the woman she is? 
Okay. No, that's ridiculous. What? All right. If I love her to death, she's getting whatever. You want donkeys? You want <laughs> elephants? <laughs> we turning this joint. Call the zoo. Open up the gate. We bringing it off. I mean, I'll probably get like a cardboard but, cutout, but. <laughs> but see, the, the beauty in this is that if I know, if everything I believe in my heart is true, my mm-hmm. wife is probably going to be on the same vibe. Page as you. Exactly. Okay. Because that's, you know, right. not not on purpose. Like, I'm not here to swindle anybody out of anything. Yeah. You know, I, I don't want to come into no woman's life already shooting down dreams. You know how right, right, right. Some other guy shot down right. before I got here. So, yeah. But she could read the book probably. I'll be like, listen, babe, we want a small wedding. But if she don't, then <sighs> rights check. This is so, like, I'm not even... This is so good. Like I have so many questions for you. I feel bad about. I, I feel bad that we can't. We don't have enough a lot uh, more time. But um, just your perspective on things is uh, really different. I love Thank the fact you. that you uh, did this book. I love that you say in the beginning that this is a love letter for women. Like you said, what a better way to come home every day and read something um, that you know someone loves you, someone cares, and all that stuff, stuff like that. So each poem, ladies, in the book um, represents something different. Yes. Um, Jay just took it away from me, but I can look. It was like, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is a really thought, well thought it's, out. It's very, um, very well thought out. And it kind of reminds me almost like um, Aziz Azari's book, uh, Modern Romance, because he has like like graphs and you know just kind of like modern like what it is to date in the modern times. But very, very well thought it's out. Very well thought out. Um, I it have. Took me like a week. Yeah. yeah. I have. Um, I will admit that um, I think like a lot of other women um, in the, this particular stage in life, they're like, okay, so I've done the I've I've done the boyfriend thing, of course, yeah. and I'm at a point now where I want to go to to that next level, but I also still got a lot of stuff going on. And this book, I, I you point out in one um, part of the book that it's okay that you're at a point where. You're not you're not in a relationship right now. Basically, mm-hmm. loving yourself is is key. Because mm-hmm. um, you say one thing in here about knowing yourself. You like there's a million things. Hold on, I just saw it. Oh yeah, million, there's a million things you're gonna die without knowing. Don't let one of them be yourself. yourself. Mm. And I think that women have the tendency to be nurturers, and they don't find themselves before they before they start to be that nurturing. But, but I also feel like uh, it, it, it's kind of, I know just based based off seeing my female friends on Instagram, they're at that that, that stage yeah. where they're like, yeah. you know what, I'm gonna love myself. I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's cool. I mean, like, it's kind of like, well, yeah, you should. <laughs> like, I know there's things that probably prolong that, that, that you know, that yeah. to happen, but it's, it's good though, you know what I mean? For any, anybody, that's really for anybody. So what do you think about um we we talked about this a couple times on the show and I promise I'm not gonna hold you hostage. I no, promise. Good. <laughs> good, sure. Um we've had a co- we've actually had a show that uh there we had a guest that believe in poly- polyamory. Mm-hmm. Um uh, mm-hmm. we've had a couple different conversations on different shows in regards to it. I know some people that um are involved in it. What is your what's your thought process in regards to it? Um so like basically uh, one one person with having multiple. several multiple uh, relationships with other women that and they all know about it they all know about it and they're all cool. Oh, we talking Quincy Jones? Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Quincy. We talked, <laughs> we talked about Quincy last week. Yeah, we talked about Quincy but, uh, Jones last week. Yeah, but but even so, like they're living together. You know, some of most of them are living together, things like that. 
It's basically like it's not it's not technically not polygamy because they're not married. Right. But they are, but they're all pretty much in relationship. I, I could I, I haven't lived with anybody besides myself for longer than two weeks mm. since I was sixteen. Mm. Um, so I'm not for anybody living with me. <laughs> but if you're talking about if you're talking about girlfriends having multiple girlfriends, right? Yeah. Um, with them all being well, okay with, with it. I mean, is it the is it girlfriend like in the definition of my book? Cause that's my life. That's been my life the last four years. I got hella girlfriends. Yeah, I, mean, well, I guess it depends. On but what do they all know? They, they all know about each other. I mean, I don't. Like, but you don't we don't any... send out. We not in like a group text. All right, they are. But if you ask me what, <laughs> what but if you ask me what I did today, and I went out on a date with a girl, I will tell you. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I'm not gonna. Oh, what you do today? Oh, I'm at this girl. I'm in Dallas right now. You know, this girl I talked to named such and such. We did this. No, I went out on a date. Now, see, girls slide down that slippery slope if they want to, and I will take you all the way to the bottom because I'm not a liar. I can't. There's too many. There's too much in my life going on for me to lie to you. Right. So, right. But I do have girlfriends, and I some of sexual, romantic friends, whatever. Mm. So yeah. So that so your definition of a girlfriend is exactly what it sounds. A girl. It's literal. Like a word, it's, literal. It's, it's literal. It's literal. It's literal. Yeah. But when you say my girlfriend, all oh, chicks get off. Nope. So I mean, I you know, my homie, right? Not sis, cause girls hate sis. Right, right. <laughs> oh, I have several. Yeah, yeah, I know what you but mean. I, I, I have female, several girlfriends. I have female yeah. friends. Some of them right. in Philly. Right. Some of them live in the Philippines. Right. And we all cool. And one day I'm probably gonna marry one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I get like a sleeper coming out of nowhere. Right, right. But I'm not like if if we meet, date, flirt, get married. All of that in like the first 18 months of our journey, I'm probably not even going to know you for real, for real, bro. So I kind of plant seeds with people and I water them ever so often. Mm-hmm. Do you X out certain girls that you have romantic relationships with uh, quickly? What do you mean? like? So if you meet a girl, let's say, um, let's say you go, I don't know, you go to Atlanta next week, right? Yeah. You meet a young lady and you stay in Atlanta for a week. The third day that you're hanging out with this lady, you guys are in an intimate situation. Uh-huh. Do you X her out as someone that could possibly be that sleeper, that, that sneaker for oh you? Oh, gosh, no. That's petty. What, in the immature? Mm. Like, no. I think, like, I hang around I hang around with people as long as, well, first of all, when I meet people, I don't put them, I don't automatically put them in a future wife box. Like, mm. the universe sends you all kinds of people mm-hmm. for all kinds of reasons. Mm-hmm. You just got to open your eyes. And you got to stop trying to place people in a specific place, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes, you, you know, like you vibe with people. If I can't vibe with you, we can't have conversations. It doesn't get to that it, level. It probably doesn't even get to that yeah. level. But sometimes the people you vibe with, you at happy hour, you know, at McCormick and Smicks, and you off the Jameson and Ginger yeah. Ale, next thing you know, you start making out. Mm-hmm. Now, it depends on yourselves how mature you're going to be right. in the morning. But am I going to be like, nah, she can't be my wife because she let me bone? That's right. ridiculous. Right. You know? But... But you know, there's like a it's a a stigma around that. Oh yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I mean, but the same people. Those, I mean, I don't know. That's that's all like a certain group of people that I I see and I understand that they're out there. But I'm so far removed from like that sort of thought process right. about things. And it's not even just that one thing. It's like all of those stigmas put together about you know gender roles, you know 90 day rules that. Yeah. People look for like a rope to climb up. So that whole Steve Harvey steps. thing is—they need steps for. <laughs> he, wrote, I mean, he was like, oh and God. a checklist, like I'm, you know, it's corny. It's, it's, it's like a lot of you know, it's corny, but like most people are corny <laughs> when you think about it, 
right? So it's not, right. I mean, no shade to the masses. Nah, fuck that shade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we could cuss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you um, can't actually, but. No, but I nah, get I it. Mean, but you get, I mean, you get it. Like, you know, anybody that I can't help, man, I just have to pray for. Mm-hmm. So I pray for all of those people, and sometimes I write to them. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about, like, my circle, the people I feed off of, it's like, who's filling a cup that fills the world? Yeah. Right? I just don't hang around those type of people. Yeah. And it's fortunate. that, And then it's like, you know, keeping it 100 will get you out of a lot of stuff. You be Like I said, you know, you'd be surprised about what a woman will sign up for if you give her. Oh, I I 100% agree. I get it. I totally get it. So I want to put you on the spot really quick. I'm not scared. You not no. Don't be scared about this question. It's just gonna be yes or no. Can you give me ten more minutes of your time? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> All right. So we're going <laughs> really. Take a break. Huh? We're going to take a break. Okay. Like we just said we talked a lot. We're going to take a little break, but I kind of want to talk to you about this chapter in your book about loving God, okay. which is really really important. Praise and I Lord. think people should kind of like try to figure out. We talk about what you talked about in it, because okay. it's especially key for uh, spiritual women. And I have a lot of spiritual single women friends that yes. we struggle with this. Yes. So I want to talk about that. Yes. All right. Okay. So it's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on Water Ice Radio. We will be right back. Please, guys, don't go anywhere because just Mike is in the building. And we're back, Lauren Reed Live, Water Ice Radio. Uh, we got Mike in the building. He's the author of The Boyfriend Book, uh, No More Boyfriends. Learn a lot over here. Great analogies, great metaphors, yes. all that good stuff. I want to get into Halle Berry. I mean, all right. Said, well, I'll let you go ahead, and then I'll listen, end it off with my. Listen, with, listen, listen, listen. You talking about like top five dead or alive <laughs> of all time? Facts. Like how? First of all, how did you like connect with her, and how like how did that whole process? Like how did that even happen with her wearing your your gear? Um, and for the fact that you could be like, yo, that's the homie. Like, can we? Can I be homies with her? Like, what's the deal? What do I gotta do? Write a book? I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, the crazy part about it is, it, it was straight social media. Okay. I wrote a a book called Dear Woman, and mm-hmm. it was like a really great poem in it that kind of went like, you know, viral. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, you know, since social media is so connected, like anytime somebody famous posts it, I'm pretty sure somebody that follows me follows them. So they just start. Oh, did me. you? See? Yeah. Oh, and then it's like, you know. Uh, I got a notification. Halle Berry mentions you in a comment, and I'm like, "What?" And then she, you know, Bruh. she she seen the post, and it, I guess it spoke to her. Mm-hmm. So she was like, "Hey, I just wanted to share this because I thought it was dope." And you know, me as like, a, um, you know, I'm just super thankful. Mm-hmm. I I have like this DM. I said, "Hey, my name is Mike. I, you just posted something from my book. I would love to just send you a copy of the book." And if you respond, I'll have my assistant send you like a whole care package. Right. So that was the deal. She was just like, she actually responded. That, see, that's crazy because I'm sure she gets like mad DMs. Right. She, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she does too. But I, I don't know. Maybe she was nice that day. Maybe somebody else answered it and yeah. passed the phone to her. However, God happened. But she was like, hey, here goes my address. What? That was, that Can was, I get that? <laughs> that, was like, that was like in October. And then I, I sent her like all of my books, all right. of my shirts, of course, just yeah. everything. I autographed yeah, it all. Take that. Sent like pictures, headshots, right. everything, right? Yeah. Ridiculous. So. Are you stupid? Just in case. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, oh, how did that get in there? Weird. Well, don't, I mean, mind, don't mind. Since them. you have that. <laughs> no more boyfriends, right? <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, free bookmarker. My name is just Mike, and I do not approve. It's <laughs> a free bookmarker. I normally like. have to do that, Mike, sometimes on the show. Don't worry about it with them. But go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, that was October. 
And then like I'm sitting in uh I'm sitting in the airport in May, Fort Lauderdale, mm-hmm. and I just see a, another notification. Halle Berry mentions you in post. And Damn. next thing I know, I open it up, and it's like, She's like ah. uh, summer's coming, <laughs> ladies. Let's shine up those crowns. What? Uh, Did she distress the shirt herself? Yeah. So I, she she was like, hey, I was just doing a shoot, and they just wanted a bunch of different looks. I liked your shirt. So I just cut it up and took some pictures. Did you shoot your shot? Did you shoot your shot, yo? No, I didn't. Talking about no more boyfriends trying to be wifed up? Let's get wifed up. It's not always about the shot, Jay. Uh, Why not? Why not? How you going to score if you don't shoot it? Go in the gym, man. Right. He won. That, that that's a, another big win. Right no, I said that's a dub. I want the chip. I need that. You know what I mean, but no, that's really dope. That that, that all happened. It's um, the universe. That and way. Then for the, I mean, just for the conversation to continue. I, I bet. That's you know, amazing. I mean, that's a weird. That's a weird conversation when you, you know, it's just like, hey, how's your Sunday going? It's like, what do you mean? She hit you with the hey, big head. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> right, it was like Saturday night. It was like midnight. That's and, wild. And I'm like, so it's like nine o'clock. LA what you want for I'm breakfast? Like, what are you yo? doing right now? Like, why are you talking to me? What? And I'm like, wait a minute, let me. Pull. I think she was shooting her shot, yo. Nah, Recognize the signs, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> <Recognize the signs. laughs> God is everywhere. I don't deserve her. Shh, man, I don't come on. Her. I, in this instance, I'd be like, I deserve all of that. <laughs> No, that's awesome. That's but that awesome. is that is awesome. It's really good that it ended up working out that way. And I guess from just there, it was just like with her, like the, with the the um. I'm just like I didn't even I don't know if we did we mention this on air about the we did mention this a little bit about the the tattoos of the yeah logo. yeah we we started with uh, it, yeah. um were you like completely like overwhelmed about that I mean. You know, like like I said, I, I've been struggling with you know what I'm gonna do with this thing mm-hmm. for like the last year and a half. You need some, uh, some consulting. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think God I think God is just like keeps slapping me upside the head mm. with just things, you know. Right. Every time, you know, like every time I I try to walk away, something keeps holding me back. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's oh, just like, Shout out to Chingy? Chingy? <laughs> 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 that was one of my jams. Yeah. But no, I think, you know what I think it is? I think, I, I think first of all, it wasn't just like my name or mm. something ridiculous like that. It was that. a symbol. It was just a symbol. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I always wanted to build something bigger than this, like bigger than me. Right. Right. I, I'm just like the vessel. Like, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I be flabbergasted by some of the things that I say, like the words that come out my mouth. Mm-hmm. But that's how I know they're not mine, you know, mm-hmm. and how I'm just like a, you I, know, the host for this thing. I think I, I think the main reason why I like it so much is because um, it's such a simple picture. Simple. But like for me, I love simplicity. So like simplicity. to see that, I, and it resonates like a, a, a little girl kissing a tiara, like that. That's yeah. that's dope. I mean, I mean, it's all you got. Yeah. You know? Like. I don't know what to go. I don't know what to tell people because when you look at when you look at marriage, you know what I'm saying. The likelihood of you actually hitting it off with a person forever is a long time. Mm-hmm. And but 90% of women want to get married at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just not there. Mm-hmm. It's just I mean, realistically, how how lucky are we that we're gonna find the love of our life? And we and, and then also like women outnumber men in this world too. So it's like there's I also mean, a numbers right, game. So, so, I mean, but even like even. <laughs> Only ten percent of people actually are lucky enough to find a person that's really gonna be with them forever and not let them down. Wow! So what I really want to do is tell people to change like the lens that you you 
have. Mm. You know, because there's no there's no marriage certificate on the back of that birth certificate. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't come here with like, hey, you're a girl, you're gonna get married sometime in late twenties, early thirties. Here you you're go. Have kids, right. and you're gonna live that same life. Like why? Like why were we driving all of these people through this like one lane, one door, mm-hmm. man? Oh, uh, and it frustrates them to the point where a lot of people will live a life that is a little less fulfilled than what they thought it was supposed to be. There's a lot of simply people out there with crying right now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> simply because they fell in love with this idea of marriage. Yeah. But, and, th- and not only that, they didn't even stay single long enough to find some real shit. Mm. You know? that's, that's key. They didn't stay single long enough. Huge. Find Major key. So, Huge. So I promise you I wouldn't keep you that much longer. Early too, early. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Like being 33, I mean, so many women who are 33, 32, 31, 34, who kind of pissed on all, the, all, their whole 20s. Yeah. They didn't want to get to me at 33 and a half talking about this clock is ticking, these hairs is getting gray. We got to make it happen. It's like, don't nah, rush sis, me, woman. I just got here. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I just got off the train. I just got like, <laughs> like hi, where am I? On your door. Right? Where am I? I? You know? I just text like, you. Right. <laughs> but is there a problem? So I'm a strong believer in there is no problem with setting the expectation of where you want things to go. As, as an individual? As an individual. So I don't want to waste time. Me, bro. So I don't want to waste time with someone who has no. You should have told that to your 22-year-old self instead of telling it to the 32-year-old dude but, across from lunch from you. But look, I don't want to waste time with a man who has no interest in ever being married. So why am I why am I even having that conversation with why am I even having a conversation with you in regards to what we want to maybe what I want to what what my future looks like and if mar- marriage is not in your future. Well, I thought when I said that the universe brings you people for all kinds of reasons. Right. You're just going to bubble this person into that box. You could have missed a whole other blessing because you sat across from a man. Shut up, Mike. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing with you. I'm playing with I'm you. I'm saying, I'm saying. Everybody wants love a la carte, man. You kidding me? Nobody mm. wants to get their hands dirty. And everybody sees the wedding, but they don't see all of this. The shit. process. The whole process. Trust the process. <laughs> not these old. I got you. I got you. All right, so let's get into this. Let's get into it. Love and God in love. I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. It starts out right before that with your poem called Prayer. Yes. And That's all be long. You don't huh? read it. I'm not going to read it. Okay. But I just like the fact that it says, would you mind uh, mind it if I pray for you? Yeah. And you go in and talk about dear God. And you talk about, you know, basically all the things you pray for for a woman, basically. Yeah. Which is super dope. Thank you. You're um, But then you go in to talk about... Um, Basically, the relationship between God, love, and the person that you have in your, the other person you have in your life. So basically, it's three people. It's you, God, and the other person, your partner, or whomever you want to call them, right? So my question to you is, why do you believe that women sometimes get get the, the signals crossed with the two? Because... Sometimes it's like, oh, I want a God-fearing man and blah, 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 blah. And then you meet someone and you're like, I really like him, but he's not that God-fearing man that you thought that he was going to be. And then you kind of, little by little, you're inching that quality out. Why do you think women tend to do that sometimes? Um, Because I think they they live at a time where... We have to comp. Uh, they feel like they have to compromise between the two. Okay. And one is a lot more physical than the other, so the battle is kind of lost a lot. So why shouldn't they compromise the two? Um, 
Or why do you believe the competition the two shouldn't be compromised? Um, because one of them one of them is going to be here forever, and the other one is just really a stranger. You know, like most of these people we meet are strangers. You know, and we we're so in a rush to give them these high responsibilities, all of these great gifts that we've earned over the years, but they're really just strangers. And you know. If you if you are willing to lose your relationship with God because of a stranger, then you need to check that that relationship first. Because mm-hmm. God don't bless no mess, like including some of Amen on some that of one. us, you know. And I I mean, but that's only as real as you're gonna. But I believe that God lets it. you experience things. Oh yeah, like you you said yourself, you've experienced heartbreak. Oh yeah, like I mean, but. Of course, of course. I mean, but if, if if I was really listening to God in the first place, I wouldn't even be checking for the heartbreaks, you know. If you would have read those red, those those red flags, what people call them in the beginning. Nah, if I'd have read my Bible and understood that I shouldn't covet thy neighbor's anything, you know. If I like, you know, we're first of all, we're all playing a game that ain't nobody supposed to be playing. Like this isn't how the whole thing goes anyway. A lot of times we dance with the devil, wonder why we end up in hell. You know, we want to blame these other people like exes for breaking our heart, but we shouldn't have gave it to them in the first place. You know why? Because the Lord said such and such and such and such. So, of course, when I disobey God, of course, he's going to slap me upside of the head. Sometimes it's a boot on my car, and sometimes it's a girl I really, really like who don't text me back. Mm. But you also got to know where all of your hate mail is coming from. It's coming from upstairs, and it ain't hate mail that these people give you. It's just like, bro, mm. like, you know, you, you want to play that game, but you don't want to lose. Mm. So here goes to take this L. And when you know your L's come from him, you don't even see the people that's hurting you. Mm. Right? Right. Praise. Praise the Lord. Wow. <laughs> that was very, very interesting. Thank you. We should talk. We should. This is, um, this has been great. I, I mean, I don't even know what else to really say about it. I mean, you have so many, um. This is just the top layer. It's just the top layer of it, right? Yeah. You so, was who you was before you got here. Right? Exactly. But I, um. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm going to finish the book first. Please do. Um, I haven't finished it completely um, because as just skimming through some of the the topics that you have in here, um, Misunderstood, um, The Road, uh, you have another one called, um, you talked about wedding versus engagement, which is super dope. Exclusive? Exclusive. (laughs) I'm very interested in that. Um, um, practice. This is a lot of different things uh, that it will definitely people should, well, women should touch base on. Are you opposed to men reading this book? Nah, gosh, no. If I'm, because if I, if you, if you know the girls got it, what's the best way to, 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 you know, catch a vibe with them is to know what they read and right. believe it. So when does the girlfriend book come? No more girlfriends. Well, all you have to do is change the prefix. It's just the pronouns and stuff. And the pronouns, you know what I mean? I don't write. You know, I write more for women, you know why? Because like Kiss said, chicks are by it, the thugs are dub it, right? Like if I was writing two women by women, how many guys are gonna be knocking down the door to give me $25 for books mm. without naked chicks in them or something, you know? Or like cars or guns or whatever. Um, so of course there's no, I mean, I, if I was if I was preaching about being a better guy to guys, I probably wouldn't even show up because every guy thinks he's the guy, but if I could change <laughs> you and change the people you deal with, then I'd probably change guys. You know, so you're a vessel too. Cool. All right. Well, that's. Do you have? It? Well, what do you have? Do you have anything coming up that no, um, everyone needs? Nice. To I, I really don't want to be. I'm not gonna say I really don't want to be a poet anymore. I'm really struggling with the idea of continuing to be a poet. 
and an author because it's just not fun for me anymore. Really? Yes. Maybe it'll bring me back. That'll bring, yeah. bring you back and talk about that? Yeah. But well, you, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, so are you already knowing possibly what's next for you? Nothing, really. Really? I just want to chill, smoke all day. Kick, kick it with Harry. <laughs> <laughs> help a couple friends like I mean at the end of the day um like I've I got a bag from this Hold already on. and mm. I wasn't you know I didn't go buy rollies and, and mm. grapes and shit. Mm. so I'm okay but right and then I, I I'm not like I know what I need forever and I pretty much got that in the tuck mm. so it just makes the alarm clock different so you think your God's mission with you is over no, that's the that's the point. Like girls keep dropping tattoos, Holly DMing me like Mike, why ain't you posting stuff no more? You know what I mean? <laughs> I I can't walk away. I mean I want to. I really want to just get a food truck outside of Chop and just make seven grand a day that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But why can't you do all of them? I mean because uh, I read this book about the power of one thing, and that's super successful. Like I don't want to. I used to have a non-profit, a publishing company, and I was a touring poet who was writing books and speaking at schools. Mm-hmm. And I, my hair fell out. I got really sick, lost 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. I was miserable, you know, and I still came home and, and shoved. I shoved almost a quarter million books inside of envelopes, got the paper cuts to prove it. Mm-hmm. So I'm burnt out. You know, I did I did enough in five years that most people as authors don't do in 25 because mm-hmm. of Instagram. Mm-hmm. But now it's just like, yo, like, this was never my thing. Mm. I, I didn't go to like poetry class. Mm. I can't even name you. I, I can't even name you one poet that Maya Angelou wrote besides Still I Ride. Mm. I came in this thing. I stuck my head in the door. People was feeling it. I'm looking for a wife mm. and a house that I could put a pool in the back. <laughs> and I want to go closer with, closer with God. You need a real estate agent. I say all that to say, like for other people listening to me, like just pray on my, you know, pray for me that whatever this is going on on the inside will pass because I know I could be a lot greater than what I am presently. And I don't think a lot of people talk about that in that kind of way. Well, well, your prayers start here with me, of course, because I see definitely so much more potential and so many other things that you could possibly do because in reach and help other people. Um, but Where can people find, find you? you? Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, JustMikeThePoet.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you just Google Just Mike. Mike. Mm-hmm. Google No More Boyfriends, The Boyfriend Book, pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Mike Philly. And where can I get the apparel? Um, same same place, JustMikeThePoet.com. Just um, yeah, No More Boyfriends, Half Queen, Half Crazy. Good men do exist, they didn't drop yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just trying to put a little positive energy out in the universe. Mm-hmm. Nice. This is all good stuff. I'm Thank really you excited that you were able to come through. We Thank really appreciate it. Not a problem. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and make sure you guys are grabbing the boyfriend book. Um, no more boyfriends, ladies. No more boyfriends. No more boyfriends. Um, so If and when anything does come up in the future, we'll have, oh, have yeah, you yeah. back. Gotta we'll have definitely have down. you back. Yeah. Yes. I have yes. Thank yes. you so much. For Absolutely. This. My mind's already swirling on what I think you should do next. Awesome. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. It's your girl, Lauren Reed, right here on What Are Ice Radio. Me and Jay will be right back because we have some other stuff to talk to you guys about yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, but we're just going to jump into some more songs.
All right. Yeah. Hey, everybody. We are back. It's your girl, Lauren Ree, right here on Water Ice Radio. And again, thank you to Jess Mike, who is Michael Reed, the poet and the author, um, for coming on to the show. Hashtag gold. He's like, what do we do next? I'm just going to smoke some weed. <laughs> kick it. I got a bag. Go I'm chilling. Um, the All-Star Weekend. <laughs> Hang out with Halle, Halle Berry. Berry and shit. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. good. Goals. But I was like, all right. I feel you. I'm still grinding, but I got you. Yeah, me. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I made a bag from this. I'm good. Word. Good. Bet. Bet. But no, shout out to him. Everybody, please check out um, his book at JustMikeThePoet.com. The boyfriend book. Yeah. Really good, actually. Really, really good. I'm excited. I'm excited to um, read some of his other books as well. Yeah. All right. So, you guys, we could not leave you without doing a Ratchet Recap. Ratchet Recap. The Ratchet Recap is a part of the show where we talk about anything and everything that is ratchet. So, tonight's Ratchet Recap. Local. Yes, this is technically a local Ratchet Recap because we are going to be talking about. Slash sports. Slash celebrities. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Everyone. So, let's get into it. First, the Yo, game. Yo, your people is wildin'. Eating shit off the ground. Who was eating shit off the ground? You didn't see that? Yes, they did. But I don't mean you gotta do a second. <laughs> yeah. Right, so let's be clear about something. I'm not condoning anyone eating shit off the ground. And they did. That's disgusting. Horse shit. City Hall. Can right we here. stick to the outline, though? I'm Look just saying. There. That wasn't in the outline. I think it should have been in the outline. I'm not eating no fucking shit off the ground. Like, it's not that deep. <laughs> All right, but never will be that deep. For no reason. No reason at all. All right, so let's start with the game. A lot of controversy. Um, I don't want to say controversy in regards to the game, but there were some things that I want to talk about that I, w- I watched a lot of Sports Center the next day. Okay. And there were a lot of different topics that were brought up. One of the topics were... Was it a catch? Like that or no? A couple. Yeah, they, they talked about the ca- the, um, some of the, the calls from the ref. But the major thing that really stuck out to me was the question was, who was the better coach that night? Hmm. And Clearly Peterson, because they won. Well, not to the people on first take. They, they, listen, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do first take because they, they do that on purpose. They need a show to keep going. They need ratings. They're going to have some ridiculous claims. They're not all going to be right. They all on the whole show that said that Belichick was still the better coach that night. Absolutely and was, not. And I said, what game did y'all watch? They were like, he didn't get out coach. He could never get out coach. He wasn't out coach. And I was like, but they lost. Doesn't make any sense. He got, he got out coached. He got out coached. 100%. He played himself. For not putting in Butler. So let's talk about that a little bit. He found out right before the national right. anthem that he was not going to be playing in the He game. played one series, and it was only uh, special teams. And, that was it. and no one really knows why. And he said that he just made a, a, like a, a judgment call for the team. Now, that is one thing that uh, – what is the boy name on first tank? Uh, the uh, black guy? Steven, Shan- uh, Shannon Sartre? No, no, I'm Stephen. No, Stephen, Stephen A. Smith. Smith is on first tape. Oh, right. What am I thinking of? The other uh, one. You're thinking of the one with Shannon Smith and... Uh, Shannon Sharp and... Uh, yeah, Sharp and yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. Um, he said that that part... He, no, let me take this all back. Stephen A. Smith said, yes, Bill Belichick got outcoached. He didn't say he was the better coach, but he said he got outcoached in Correct. this game. Correct. Exactly. That's a big difference. That's a difference. He said he got out... He was like, first mistake he made was you didn't put all of... Your best players, your best on, the players field. on the field. Correct. That's number one. And that makes sense. And he was like, and it caused a disruption to the rest of the team when you tell the person. Right. You're like, right what the fuck? The like, they're like, oh, shit. Uh, all right. <laughs> so now everything changes, right? Correct. So that was another one of the problems. But I do think that Peterson was the better coach that night. Absolutely. He was outcoached. He was. Um, clearly, 
Peterson came and the Eagles came to win. Like, well, I, I feel like with that being said, because of that little move that that Butler wasn't in to get a little bit more technical. It you changed have, the game. It changed the game as far as secondary for 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 Eagles. Eagles was like, word, all right, bet. Like, right. it made it wide open as far as the, the little drop passes and then all that leads up to the bigger stuff later on and stuff like that. So it makes a big, especially like someone like Butler. But they did say that um, throughout the week, he was kind of sick and he wasn't like performing well, like in practice or something. Yeah, they said that. But I'm just like, Still really doesn't though, make sense to me. It doesn't Still make, doesn't make I, sense to it's, me. Yeah. So and it's then there, there was other there was other stuff like like some some minor some uh rule by um team violations and whatever that may be. Um who knows? But there was something along those lines as well. I think it will come out eventually. My thing like I get it, all right. Playoff game, oh, okay. Super Bowl though. I'm be like and, and the thing is this dude's about to be a free agent after this season. Let him play. So here's another question, because we got to kind of move fast. Bill Belichick is petty as fuck. Petty is clearly the petty king mm. right now, but he's eating it right now. Right. Um, so let's talk about a little bit about our boy Tom Brady. Okay. Um, He got shut down, technically. I mean, not, I don't want to say he got shut down. Nah, he balled out. Please, y'all, don't be one of these people that's on Tom Brady's dick. I can't deal with Whoa. that. Like, I can't, he, I can't. Threw, he threw for 500 yards. And they still lost. F, but, he didn't. That, but that's not getting shut down, though. Getting shut down is like... Passing for 100 yards with no touchdown. Everyone uh, believes that Tom Brady is the god of football. Then nobody you know, believes you believe, that. Yo, what do you mean nobody believes you're that? Saying, that? Everyone believes that. You're saying everybody believes that. I don't believe that he's he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Absolutely. Hands down. Greatest quarterback of all time, and he's one of the greatest fo- um, and, uh, players of all time, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But did he win the Super Bowl last night? No. But to, no. Say, but to say he's that he's been got, there how many times? Eight times. Okay. That's a lot. He's been there eight times, but he didn't come. He didn't finish the. He didn't finish the deal this time, did he? But that's not what you're saying. So he didn't do it. He didn't get shut down. No. And they should have won. Did you not no. You're 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 wilding because you're you're outside of your lane. When when you say someone to no, shut somebody, no, my team won. No. There was over 1,500 yards total in any I'm not game. A, I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm listen. I'm gonna just be honest with you. I'm not a Tom Brady fan. I'm not I either. Have, I never have been. <laughs> and say you score 81 points. did your team win? It's about the it's about the win. It's about no, the W. No. It's about the W. Getting shut down. Yes, that's the the big difference. Well, but this is this is the Larry Live Show. And my opinion on the show is that Tom Brady got shut down. Well, this is water ice. You don't have to agree with me. <laughs> and, but, you had to. You didn't. You don't have to agree with me, but as Water Rice Radio representative, Tom Brady did not get shut down. He I just lost. <laughs> you can't throw for 500 yards and 400 at 40 and get shut down. That's that's crazy. I think he. I think everyone. I just think everyone. You is, could ask yo. You could ask your brother, and he'd be like, he didn't get shut down. They lost, but he didn't get shut down. And your nah, brother. He got shut down to me. Y'all don't have to agree with me. I don't care. You can say I'm out of my lane. I don't care. I'm not a Tom Brady fan. And I did. Never so have, what's the question? Never have been. Never have been. I'm not even a Tom Brady never fan. Never will be. I just think people are just riding his too much. I'm not even riding like, his I, dick. That's just I, what it I is. I just think people just do it way Like Michael too much. Jordan could score 50 points and still lose but not get shut down. Like <laughs> it's about two the, totally different things. It's about the W. I just think people just, I just think You people, have two totally different arguments going I, on, but well, go ahead. Go ahead. What's the question? The question is, basically, you don't have to be mad about it. It's I, my opinion. I, I'm it's not, my opinion. I'm not even mad. You seem very you heated about it. It's, it's my opinion. My opinion is that he got shut down. 
That's just the bottom line. You don't have to agree with it. I definitely don't agree. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> you have to agree What's with it. What's the question? So the question is, is that Tom Brady did not uh, congratulate Nick Foles. Okay. And basically it is being praised is that he's just a competitor and he doesn't No, nah, that's bullshit. Winning. And they don't take winning because well. Because that happened to, to um, Cam, Cam Newton. Right. That yeah. was my point. And the media made a huge deal about it and no one in the media is even talking about Tom Brady not congratulating Well, we all know that. I mean, come on. Oh, okay, the same point because everyone is on Tom Brady's nutsack. No, but <laughs> no, but they would have did the same thing with Peyton. They would have done the same thing with they would have done the same thing with Aaron Rodgers, which they have. They would have they did they do they do that shit with every other quarterback. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. They do it with every other white quarterback. Correct. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so basically, is basically BS that the media is not talking about this in regards to that. Right. That's what. The, that's that. That's the whole. That's the whole uh, point. That's what I was saying. Is like, for, and then when Cam did it, they called him a crybaby or sort of loser. But they called Tom Brady. And then they they had like a whole press conference with him in regards to it. Mm-hmm. No one has even talked to uh, right. Tom Brady about it. Right. Did he even? Well, that. Well, no. Actually, you know what? No, 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 no. I I, I take that back because, um, Cam Newton actually did congratulate um, uh, uh who they lose to? Uh, Peyton. On the field, on it was field. it was at the press conference the press where conference. he was he was like he was just like I, he like you could tell he like he just he lost. He didn't want to do the press right. conference, and which I did. totally understand. We talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, he yeah. didn't want to do the press conference, right? And he was they were like, like, "Oh, he's a sore loser." Blah blah blah. I was like, "All right." Well, no, no one wants to lose, and nobody wants to talk about losing right the biggest after, game of your life. Correct. So it's pretty much the privilege that you get for being right. deemed as the best quarterback in. NFL history, you don't have to. You don't have to. Well, I think it's a different privilege. <laughs> well, it's white privilege. We right. know what that. We know what it is. We call it speed of speed around here. So Correct. that's just what it is. So, um, and is that just because? The, I mean, I, me personally, I think that the media should call them out for it, and that's just what it is. They never will. They won't. There will be a couple people that will hiccup about it, but they ain't gonna get caught. Okay. So moving on to the to the celebration, which we're getting dragged in the media in regards. You like to call it rioting. I like to call it celebration. Why do you call it rioting? Because it was. You go any any other any other city that's done the same thing when they want is rioting. It's not a celebration. That's not true. Yes, it is. It's not true. When they, they don't call, they call that's, it but, rioting. No, 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 no. But that's my point, though. They should call it. You're you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. They should be calling it rioting because it is. When they did it in Vancouver, when they when they lost four zero in the in the hockey, they were fucking rioting, but they didn't call it that. They call it celebrations. It's not a celebration. It's just rioting. You're flipping over cars and damaging property. What do you call that? They should, but they don't, and we know why. <laughs> well, let's be clear about something here. It's Phil- so if you look at a lot of the footage of who's rioting. That's my then, point. That's then. that's what I'm getting to. That's what I'm getting to. Okay, so get to then. Okay. So the reason why they're not calling that is because predominantly of the stuff that's happening is because white people are doing it. Now, if you get if you get black people protesting, they call that a riot. They do. They call peaceful protest. That's what I'm getting to. That's why I'm saying it's not a celebration. So you're okay with the taking the Philly part out of it? Right. Um, because it's happened at I- any other city. Right. So taking so taking that aspect. But my, my thing is, I don't think in any other city in this particular, like a celebration, uh, okay, when someone wins the, the big game or mm-hmm. whatever, that the headlines are, there was a riot in uh, New England for the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. I've never no, seen they, a headline. No, they say celebration. They say celebration. And that's my point. That's what they, it sh- they should change the word. 
Okay. That's what I'm saying. But do you think that the the media is going too far in regards to like if you're seeing so like the Daily Show had a whole nah because they they've done it with other they've done it with other teams when people wild out. Okay, so yeah. but do you think that the I feel like the media is coming down really hard on Philly for mm. uh, for a number for a number of reasons that they always come hard on Philly. Which is what about the fans, about how the fans... They do have, I, well, the Philly Eagles fans do have a reputation, but I don't think... I Honestly, I think it's like when, when if the Raiders were to win, it'll be the same shit. Uh, if the Bills were to win, because their, their fan base is like world-renowned. They're the Bills Mafia. Like, I think they would be just as crazy, if not crazier. I don't think... I don't think... I think Philly people think that, but I think if you look back... If you look at other footage and other media when other teams have won... It's the, they do they do the same shit. They they film that people talk about it the same way. They do skits on shows like it's the same shit. Well, needless to say, I do like to say that there were only three arrests. Really? Only three arrests. I heard mad alarms going off, like fire departments and shit. Only three arrests. It was in the press conference today. There was only three arrests um, on Sunday night into Monday morning in regards to uh, the celebration or whatever you would like to call. Call it the rioting, yes. Um, so I, I I just personally think we're getting a bad rap in regards to, um, and I think it's getting taken away from the fact of what what it's all really about. What this is about the win that has taken what what is it sixty years almost? Something like that, yeah. Something like that for 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 the win. Um, there because there also was a riot on a, a Massachusetts campus at oh yeah at a school due to the loss at UMass, yeah. And that wasn't in the media as well, right? So I think they pick and choose who they want to kind of. Pick, you know, poke the bear with. Mm. Well, I, I mean, UMass was in the, in the news, maybe not as much. Um, I mean, I don't think you heard it. I, I personally didn't hear it on it, on any, like, national news coverage. Mm. And the rioting, per se, here was pretty much on every national news outlet. Yeah. So, that's, that's how I feel about that. Um, the commercials. Did you have a favorite commercial? Well, where we were at, we couldn't hear the commercials. And I feel like there really isn't really like any, they don't do commercials like that anymore. They're like there's no need to, right? We were talking about this the other day. Like uh, Super Bowl commercials was the point of like advertisers paying for all that money for Super Bowl commercial. When, like, they make they still make a really big deal about the commercials, like on TV. Like, oh, did you watch the commercials? And what was your favorite commercial? I didn't really gonna do a pre- I, Like all the, I feel like all the commercials I did see, like we already saw, like the Dorito, the Doritos, the Doritos one. one. Um, of course, there were a bunch of Winter Olympic ones. Right. Um, that was with the broadcast. That's with the network. That was with the network. Um, there was also uh, a couple. I don't know if Care Auto is getting a sponsorship from someone in Philly, but there was a couple of shots taken at the Patriots from Care. Uh, oh right, right, right. Care, not Care, Care Auto. Care Auto, yeah. Um, of course, but oh, uh, Budweiser. Who does Dilly Dilly? Mil- is that Miller? But Light? But Light had a ton. I don't get. I don't know what that is. I don't understand what does. If someone can tell me what Dilly Dilly means, I would love. To understand it. Yeah. But does dilly dilly mean something? No, it's just it's just like a. Oh, it's just like kind of like just saying it, dilly dilly. Yeah. Okay, because they changed one to like Philly Philly, mm. like oh we didn't think that you were gonna be here and blah blah blah. But oh okay. Philly Philly. Whatever. Got it. So um, but my favorite one was still th- we saw it before was the Doritos commercial right. with um I don't know his real name. What's Tarion's real name? Uh, Peter Dinklage. Um, Peter from Dinklage. Game of Thrones yeah. and Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman with. So uh, he was with Busta Rhymes and Morgan Freeman was with Missy Elliott. Right. 
and they kind of did a spin like they're like coaching look at me now mm -hmm. and get your freak on is that the song yeah get your freak on the yeah yeah, yeah. Get your freak on. so i think doritos and mountain dew teamed up in regards to that yeah that right. was pretty cool yeah um i can't even tell you what the worst one was because i think the game was so intense no one was really paying attention it was crazy to the, the, the commercials really um halftime show justin timberlake did the halftime show uh what are your thoughts on the show I mean, it wasn't like the greatest performance ever, but it wasn't a bad one. I said on a scale of one to ten. It was I like gave, a seven. I gave it a seven. I gave it a five. Um, my like, I don't know what like what like what. I guess what to, what do you expect? Mm, I personally accept like expected like a more upbeat show, like very. Um, I think the pace of it changed a lot for me. Like, it was like, it was high energy and then he did um if you love until the end of time with the prince and tribute then, and then he then he went into the prince tribute and not that i think that's why he did that though yeah but he could have did a fast prince song mm. Mm. well i i guess to go to counter your your point your point um I, there's been a lot of performances that people slowed it down in super bowl not to say that it, you know they should or they shouldn't but they it's not like it hasn't happened before and i think the reason why he did that was because he wanted to you know pay homage to prince and kind of really bask in that that thing well i personally also i've seen justin timberlake perform before mm. and seen seen him perform live and then i've also seen other performances and i just think that he's had better performances and i think the super bowl is a really big stage and i think that I had a high expectation on what he was going to do, hmm. and I just felt like I was a little bit let down. I, it was solid, like it was, like I said. But like, he also did have some technical sound issues that mm. they did talk about. Um, something was going on with his mic, so he sounded very low, mm. and you could like you could hear his background singers more than you could actually hear him. I mean, I like, I like. I mean, he went into the crowd. I thought that was cool. Like, I don't think that anybody's ever. Well, they, maybe they have, but I don't know. But so. I didn't, yeah, I, I thought I was okay. There was mention of the, the uh, and during the Prince tribute, there was supposed to be a hologram of Prince. Right, we were talking about this earlier. Um, but they pulled it last minute. They decided to pull it last minute and then just did the green projection. Image, projection mm -hmm. image. And that was because, kind of like respect um, Prince's wishes, that he never wanted to do anything kind of sort of like that because it was kind of, in his religion, is considered deemed demonic, basically. Mm. Um, and so. I thought it was cool though because Prince did that. In his show, in his halftime show, the right, the, yeah. um, the production, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was bad because it wasn't a hologram. Right, like right. him pulling it didn't make right, it a difference. Yeah, that it was. I love the fact that they did a shot of the whole city being yeah, purple. purple, yeah, and that then was, it was like the symbol. The symbol. Yep. I thought that was like really dope. I thought that part was really cool. Um, but I think people were worried about him doing a Prince tribute. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, but Justin Timberlake is not a bad artist, so why would you be worried about him? Performing a Prince song, oh, I didn't understand me. But speaking of halftime shows, um, the Super Bowl is going to be in Atlanta next year. Lit. That and see, that's a good place to do it. Do it. Do a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruno Mars um, has tweeted the NFL asking them to get hip hop artists for next year. Um, he he named a couple, a, a few. He was like, "What about Outkast?" I I think it should be an All Star, like Atlanta All Star. Oh, like. Huh? Like like Dungeon Family, so so deaf, like the new the new school, just like kind of and just kind yeah. I you think, think it really happen? Nah, hell no. Okay, but talking about the NFL, man. It's a good. It was a good thought. You know <laughs> no, I think it'd be dope. I mean, that makes that's that's Black Hollywood, man. Like, but, it ain't gonna happen though. That's I too mean, much. they already didn't play Meek at the intro. <laughs> 
so they're probably not gonna let that happen again <laughs> um so kevin hart everybody kevin 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 i'm not gonna lie that, that, like if that was my team and we're i was at the super bowl at his status in life i, I would be just as drunk so first of all shout out to the shout out to the fact that he took his entire team to Love super bowl. that was great they had like a whole box they had a whole box. box and when i said they were getting lit 11 drinks i'm with it he was at 11 shots for the night um, seems about right seems about right yeah um trying to get on stage seems about right so after the game uh after the win he got down on the field which of course yeah we're gonna let kevin held down the field so what people they was like yo like yeah. the team was like yo so what people didn't see is when like the team was all on the field yeah. too and they were kind of like greeting him they were yeah. all dapping it up having a good time but then when it was time to present the trophy <laughs> that's when things changed a little bit the tide changed so kevin tried to get up on stage and the security was like no nah. kev i like you but i'm not gonna let you i can't let you up on stage clear i think clearly a couple things number one kevin was drunk he was fucked up he was fucked up yeah but also because he wasn't a part of the, he's not right. a part of the team yeah I mean, that's the, probably the real reason right so um the footage of it just looks hilarious because it's this little guy talking to this yeah, huge yeah, security yeah. guard yeah, yeah. and kevin is Holy, like he is politicking. He like, but yo, you can see him moving his hands. Like, <laughs> like, like I know them. Like, like yeah, they my boys. And he's yeah. like, it's a security guard at the club. Like, nah, nah I'm good. Nah, like, you ain't you got the right shoes on. You know, you're good. Not tonight, not tonight, Kev. Look, yeah. Kev, I like you, but go on with that bullshit. Yeah. Like, so that's basically what it. About to make like. me lose my job, fool. And it's just such a, you know, of course, social media. Mm -hmm. ate it up and they put like music to it mm -hmm. and all types of stuff <laughs> and then of course but kevin being the good spirit that he is excuse me he um he yeah. made fun of himself right he made like There's a compilation a yeah. he made like a reaction video basically of what really happened and it was great but he also um cursed live on air on <laughs> nfl network i love it i love he it drop the f-bomb and he was like oh and he dropped the mic and just walked oh <laughs> he knew <laughs> That's the NFL. Sanders is one yeah. of the um, one of the commentators. Yeah. And he was like, he was cracking up. He was like, Kev, you gotta go. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, I messed up. I messed up. I messed up. <laughs> they were like, The FCC is gonna send you a bill. Yeah, for sure. For the most part. He but got that. He got that. He's good. I don't know if they're gonna send him a bill, but they might. Now I do think he's gonna be in the parade. Oh yeah, he'll be in the parade. Yeah. Parade. All right, last thing. Um, and you texted me about this every the other day. Should the Eagles go to the White House? No. That it? <laughs> well, I was gonna follow up and I was gonna follow up and say that uh, okay. one of the captains of the team, Mike uh, Malcolm Jenkins, hell no, said no, he won't go. He was actually on CNN, mm -hmm. and he said no, he won't be going. And the and the uh, reporter said, well, do you have a message that you want to send to the president? And he was like, no, I don't have anything to say to the president. And he was like, I'm gonna continue doing the community service that I do and try to change, you know, um, mm -hmm. uh, you know. Uh, uh, what I'm looking for, like the justice system, mm -hmm. and advocate for that, and advocate for you know more education, mm -hmm. and, you know, um, in poverty areas and different things of that nature. He was like, I have no, I have no, um, you know, peace out, to homie. Go to the and so a couple other players have said that as well. The whole team hasn't confirmed that they all won't be going, mm -hmm. but to me, this team is very united. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm almost positive that the decision will be if we all don't go, if, if one of us doesn't go, we all. Mm. Well, only time will tell. Only time will tell. We'll see what happens. Well, how long does that happen afterwards? 
Oh, it's like a couple months. Really? Yeah, because like, they, they got to plan it out. Like, they got to let them. Like, but they have to still have clearance and right, all the other stuff right. like that. Who and the president, to they got to make sure, you know, they have a, they, I'm sure they have like a set time, a set date on when they got to do it. So it's just a matter of like figuring that out. All right. Well, that's pretty much it. Um, that was the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl was epic this year. It was a very good Super Bowl. Um, it was very entertaining. Very entertaining. I think last year from was start to though. from start to to end. Um, who played last year? I don't even remember. The Patriots. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was it was. And, and was it New? Who was uh, it? Uh, Falcons. The Falcons. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Um, that one was entertaining as well. Of course, shout out again to the Philadelphia Eagles for pulling it off when no one thought you could, especially after. Oh, I'm sorry. Which was wild. I still can't get over that. Like how the like the odds. You know me, that? Did any, you see the dude? The thing that. that just came. What is it called? The super the super draft or whatever came out. And Mm-mm. they already have for next year that the Eagles are number two. The power okay. rankings? The power rankings, I'm sorry. Who's number one? The Patriots. Oh, wow, that's weird. So they already have that the Eagles are number two. So still the underdog. It's going to be an interesting uh, free agent. But really quick before we wrap this up, um, should they keep Folds? Oh, uh, nah, he's going he's gonna to get a better offer from another team that needs a quarterback. Okay. I think so. He earned his money. People are saying keep both of them. But then who starts? Wentz. Even after an injury, like a knee injury? Yeah. Don't wait to see what, what happens? Nah. Nah. You got to ride out with Wentz. He's, he's the franchise. But he didn't, he didn't take – he didn't he – took, he took them to the Super Bowl, but he fin- – but what's the name finished it? He won the big game. Yeah, I mean, but that – Right. Like you got, you got to write. You got to write. Sometimes you got to dance with the person you came with. Yeah, that can also be an issue. But <laughs> it, can, it can bite you. It can bite you in the ass after a little no, while. I, I, but I honestly don't think Carson Wentz um, did anything to jeopardize his starting position. He just got hurt. Like that can't help that. No, 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 no. I don't think. But an injury, like a knee injury, like of that magnitude, true, can change, can change the player. True, but. It, but it also is modern science. And if you look at, like, Adrian Peterson, he got the same injury, and he came back the next year with, like, MVP. Cool. Yeah, so it's, you know, I should, think he'll be Oh, right. okay. Dag, I had one more question. Should, should Doug Peterson have gotten Coach of the Year? Who got Coach of the Year? Uh, what's his name? It wasn't um, it wasn't Belichick. It was someone else. Um, I think so. Either him or the Vikings coach. They did a good job with a backup quarterback as I well. I think that is who got it. Well, yeah, I mean – if you're looking at regular season, I mean that's what that's the point. Um, they, I mean, I think it could, could, could go on to both both teams because I mean they kind of had similar in, in, uh, injuries. They had a, they had the same record. Um, you know, it just you know came down to the playoffs. They you know Eagles. All right, that's it, guys. This is our live show for again February sixth. Sixth. Yes, February sixth, two thousand eighteen. Everyone who is going to the parade on Thursday, a.k.a. myself and a lot of other Please be safe. Please be safe. Be Um, smart-ish. I don't think there's going to be rioting going on at the parade, though. I remember I went to to the Phillies parade, and there was people fighting. So. Yeah. That, 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 I mean, I guess that can happen because there's, like, a lot of people. And I think they're giving out free Budweiser. Yeah. The entire. And free scepter rides. Free scepter rides. Um. A lot of stuff going on. There's not going to be a lot of food vendors. They've only um, right. let like I think it's like 70 like carts or something to mm. be throughout the whole entire thing. Yeah, yeah basically. So 10. This is like 15. It's gonna be a lot. Like 15. 
14 Jumbotrons are going to be all down the parkway. Mm. So if you can't get close enough. How many people are they expecting? Something crazy like 4 million people. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. That's like inauguration, like Obama. And, and they said at the press conference today, we know we can't. The parkway cannot hold all of these people. Absolutely not. Um, but we're going to see what we can And do. even the parade, like, like, specifically, it's like you only have a sidewalk. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm saying my ass home. Sorry, work. I'll be out there. Let's see what happens. I mean, once you're there, you're there. Pretty much the whole day. I got my hand warmers, feet warmers, my long johns. It's supposed to be cold. Like, really cold? Like 30 degrees. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm definitely not going. It's like the winter uh, made in America. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no, then. It's like the winter made in Autumn people and times, it's cold. Times, times five. Right, with all the people. No, nah, I'm good. But if I survive, I'll be back next Tuesday. Right here on Water Ice Radio, we have another guest uh, coming in on Tuesday as well. Word. Um, another ha- thought-provoking. Happy person. Black History Month. Yeah, let's do something for uh, every month should be Black History Month. I make Black History every day. I don't need a month. Kanye there West. That's it. Should be every month. But uh, the Drop Night Show does a really good job spotlighting people in the Black yep. History Month. So make sure you guys check them out on Thursday. Yep. Um, get a follow clock. them. Yeah, follow them also. Shout out to Mike Beyond, uh, the, the, the Petty King, the Petty King, with Lord the, Petty of the Seven Kingdoms. Yes, he has the Fire Die podcast up up on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, mm-hmm. all that other good stuff. Did you see his post? He said Bobby Brown, the King of R and B. Yeah, you don't. You remember when Whitney Houston said that at the awards? Y'all no, I remember when he. I remember when when Bobby when, when Whitney, Whitney said, said that, but he brought it up. I don't know why he brought it up, but <laughs> you Mike randomly posts stuff all the time, all the time. Oh, my God. All right, so make sure you guys come back. We'll be here next Tuesday, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, right here on What Are Ice Radio. See you guys, and never forget, not all superheroes wear capes sometimes. Time to wear headphones.